Hello. Hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Leneve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, teacher's pettiest, <laughs> pizza-prenoriest. Frosted <laughs> uh, tipist. Yes, uh, recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. Ever, ever. <laughs> oh my goodness. And we are so lucky to have Leneve here again. Welcome back. It's always fun to have you on the show. It's always fun for me to interact with someone else. And uh, Steve sends his regards. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm happy to be back too. Um, always a good time to talk about The Bachelor or Bachelorette. So. Yes, I love it. Yeah, I think he's out in like, I don't know, the middle of a cornfield or something in Nebraska or Iowa or I don't know. Idaho or something, <laughs> yep. Yeah, it could be Idaho. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, uh, just like the, you know, when you peel a potato, we're starting to peel back the layers uh, with the men in episode two. But since you weren't here for the first episode, I am kind of curious to hear some of your thoughts on just like how things are going so far, some of your first impressions, all, all of yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, they didn't do the meet the men, which kind of uh, in previous ways that where we would have a little bit more insight. So one of the things um, I heard was that LT, whom I wasn't particularly impressed with, I just heard this recently, he's actually the secret grandson of Clint Eastwood. And I looked it up. So like Clint Eastwood had a daughter that was put up for adoption without him knowing about it. And then, so LT is the son of Clint Eastwood's daughter and they've had this whole huge reunion. And I was like, that's a curveball. Wow. That's not, I mean, I guess it's not secret anymore. Well, I but... guess. <laughs> I had no idea, but it's easier to say maybe I was uh, doing that. I mean, I LT... think it was good. Clint Eastwood. I mean, not like I, I'm really a Clint Eastwood fan, but right. Well, <laughs> it is in my interesting. In, I mean, Clint Eastwood, um, like some of his family, like uh, they just look so much like him, and I just didn't think that uh, LT got the best mix of the genetics, if I had to say so. But <laughs> you know, um, moving on. Like I think uh, I just love Michelle. So like uh, to set like that. She's just so gracious and so smart. And I'm really hoping that this is one of those situations where she comes on as a bachelorette and you just fall more in love with her instead of go, oh, that was all just a veneer for the for the show. But I, I don't think that's going to happen with her. Um, I am so impressed with her, you know, emotional intelligence and how she handles herself. She clearly knows what she wants, obviously. Um, so that's great. I think that she has some really, um, really good guys. Uh, on the show, they always say that, right? Um, I know from sort of the previews, we can sort of expect to see Jamie sticking around for a little while and Clayton, and it seems like Rodney sit, sticks around for a while as well. Um, but personally, I really liked Malik. I really, um, I really enjoyed all of the stuff with Romeo. I think he's really great. I actually like yeah. Will a lot too, um, and that can lead us right into sort of the the date where we kind of got to know some of them a little bit more. Perfect. Um, so I'm, I'm going to pull up the 
the bios of everyone because it's still like early and I get to, I'm at that point where I'm like okay wait who is everybody I've yep. got I still I've got my little list so Martin is the Lance Bass wannabe with his uh, <laughs> frosted tips I can't and somebody else personal had- trainer yeah. oh gosh yeah <laughs> yeah Malik are- was really cool I and and um yeah I'm trying to like now I'm kind of go through oh yeah the oh the thing I didn't like well there's a lot of things I I actually said a lot of um stuff about LT because I don't like that he uses the word guru but anyway mm-hmm. that's a whole other <laughs> thing and Peter drives me completely bananas oh. and I'm glad that he's starting to like fall apart before our eyes because I yeah. was like I, he can't I do mean, well on the show. <laughs> the the man, I the taste in in hairstyle is all I need to know about his taste. His I cannot take him seriously because I'm too busy looking at the mess that's on top of his head. Like who <laughs> who could walk like look in a mirror and go this is this is flattering. I don't know. It's like a really bad comb over. It's about three it's inches like too long. Overly gelled and yeah. Right. I was like, did you did you pull a grocery store Joe and just forget to get a haircut before you came on the show and you went, oh well. But you're not like good enough to have you can't you can't oh, yeah. ride with your personality. So that's the right. problem. And I mean grocery store Joe's hair is just like the kind you can tossle too. Like, you know, yeah. like that's the oh, you know, but no, not Peter's just Yeah, his doesn't look I'm sure it wouldn't look good like that. Uh, yeah, I'm a little I'm a little nervous about this season. I won't lie because I I have never talked so well about a group of men as I had from Katie season. I just think that's like the best batch we're ever going to get. I don't yeah. think it's ever going to get better than that. And they made me so happy all season long. And so I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah, <laughs> got a really I mean, yeah. high bar. And yeah. I feel like there's already conflict and it's a different type of conflict because, uh. you know, oh my God, I can't remember the name of the guy that was it Cody that Aaron, like in, you know, kind of got in, uh, Cody's face, like right at the first episode, wasn't it Cody? He was just like, man, I don't like you. Like, I just don't. We're not, we're not cool. We're not friends. I don't like you. And he's just like, oh, okay. And they had beef outside of the show, you know, whatever. And, but even that was not that dramatic. It was just, it came out of nowhere. Like we were all like, wait, what? Oh, okay. Uh, But this is, you know, and we can get into this when we get to the uh, group date, but it was like, okay, we're going to start this tension and this drama pretty early on in the show in a big way. So yeah, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a little worried that it's cause I really enjoyed watching a season where everyone got along, but I knew it wasn't going to last. So yeah. what I said in episode one was, okay, if it's going to be like this, then go all the way <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. make it really dramatic, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think that too. And, but I, I also think with the producers and everything, when they were doing some of the, the, the snippets and the teasings. I also did see a lot of shots from the the drama buildup that existed in that first couple of episodes. So maybe what we're doing is we're going to fizzle those out really quickly. And they were just trying to make it. I mean, this is they might, it might run out. Who knows? That's because true. I did see That's some of the the like oh they had a they had a relationship outside of this before here and all of that kind of stuff. Like I mean, that's the sizzler reel, and it's already been kind of addressed, which we can talk about more. Um, yeah. as we go that that weird guy with the playbook is already gone that was fast oh that was so creepy and weird yeah 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 I <laughs> I had some thoughts about it like I 
I had a difficult time uh, processing some of it. I I mean, I don't know. I I was watching it and I felt like you could tell that some of it was in third party language. Like some people were talking about him and giving him tips and that sort of thing. Uh, Obviously, like it would be really weird to have somebody standing in front of me going, I made a playbook about how to like become your boyfriend. That's weird. Um, but again, I don't think that that was something that he necessarily wanted to share. And as coming from like a place where I was like, well, I know I don't need to justify this, but there's a possibility that he literally was just trying to learn that. And that that's something that he found useful for himself was to take notes or that sort of thing. And his friends really genuinely were trying to look out for him and be like, hey, you kind of come off rough or that sort of thing. And I mean, yeah, maybe he should have probably put a little bit more attention into it before just showing up. And so he wouldn't have to have brought the notes with him. But I would have, I personally probably would have given him a second chance because they did seem to be having some sort of connection. But again, you don't know that could have just been editing. Um, And they, you know, they had sort of a connection going. And I would have just maybe been like, I'm going to give it one more week. And if I still see that you're being calculated and inauthentic, then you're out of here, dude. She probably, it probably just wasn't enough for her to keep him around. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I mean, she still kept, had 30 other people. Or right. She kept yeah. Joe around, even though he kind of ghosted her. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's the thing that I thought was weird about that. Not to rehash too much of what we talked about last time, but, uh, The thing that I thought was weird about that was the whole, like, some of the language that referred to, like, oh, well, she's, like, pretend you're interested in this. That Mm -hmm. kind of stuff was weird. Like, that's the thing that made me go. Because there's something different from, oh, hey, you like ice cream. She likes ice cream. If that's genuine, then it's like, oh, here are the things that we have in common. So let's talk about the things we have in common. That's one thing. But it was like pretend to be interested in these things that you don't actually know anything about. And I was like, that's, that's weird to me. Like, it's like when you, it's like when you're on, you know, a dating website and not that I ever had experience or anything, but it's like when you're on a dating website and somebody kind of like, they take time to reference almost everything Everything that you mentioned. And it just, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, it's one thing, you know, where it's like, oh, I noticed that you used that you quoted Real Housewives in your bio, and I'm like, cool, that's how I find the real ones, you know, and <laughs> like that's fun, you know, or like, oh, I saw that Simpsons quote or whatever. But yeah. if they take the time to dissect each and every one, then it starts to get into that creepy territory where you're like, okay, uh, you can yep. also have your own interests. I don't want you parroting everything that I'm interested in back at me. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. So the only other I thing that I thought was weird is like, obviously they said that they found those notes the day before and then they waited until after it, like until the middle of the cocktail party to bring it up too. And I was like, if this was really a concern, you could have just had this address, but they needed to wait until she had a connection with him and then they brought it up. So, well, that's just, all you know, for the ratings. Yeah, that's that's just pr- production stuff. Um, all for the so, podcast to rehash yeah, it. All right, exactly. Moving into two, week two. All right, so weeded out so the creepers. 
Yeah, weeding out the creepers. Um, oh, one thing that I thought was really cute. This is like a very small thing. But so they were talking about the group date. And I I really am enjoying uh, Taisha and Caitlin being the co-hosts. Like, I think it's great. And I would like to see them continue to do that kind of stuff. And I like that she calls Zach Zachary. I just think that's very cute. Anyway, she's just like, well, you know, like, that's when I really started to see Zachary's personality. And I'm like, oh, I always think it's cute. When, like, he's like, I call Tuck Chris most of the time because that's like his real name. And yeah. no one else calls him Chris, you know? And I'm just, and I'm always like, Chris. So I enjoy That's when you feel like of- they've, they've created a genuine connection where they're trying to find something that's on a personal level. That's something that they share. I just thought that was really sweet. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, we knew him as Zach, but she calls him Zachary. And it and it is such I can totally see Tasha calling like her person by their full name. So I just thought that was cute. Yeah. Anyway. I also enjoy um, I I enjoy them whenever they're not scripted. The the blooper with them on the bed at the end of the first episode was just gold. I was giggling uh, like <laughs> to no end. So yes, I enjoy them. I do. Yeah, I just think they're fun. Um all right, so group date one, I thought this was cute with the students. You know, I was yeah. like, oh, she's bringing her three friends. And they're like, all right, here we go. Classes in session. And I mean, they've done this in the past, but I think it's fun that, you know, her students got to be a part of it. And I'm guessing they filmed this during summer break, right? I'm, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, It probably. feels like that's probably was the timing of the shooting. So I think that's kind of nice because – she wasn't she didn't have to interrupt like her job as a teacher to Correct. go do yeah. the show. And I was like, that's sweet. Um, I, I'm shocked about a few things. One that like none of them knew how to draw infinity. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> that was great. But on the like, side oh, note, no. like Romeo, um, first of all, they said he's a mathematician. He went to Harvard. Like he did math at Harvard. So oh, the, he did like he did like math, math, like like Superman math, like ultimately I mean, smart I mean, math. Yeah, and he's so funny because then he calculated how many times he could possibly like give her a kiss or tell her she loves her or whatever. Yeah, that he was question like, was. Well, I just like looked at the number of seconds. I did the math of and, and yeah. then the little girl's face just she was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> the little girl, she was just so like, I mean, the the jaw drop, it was great. I think that that, I mean, it's so telling. And I hope that, uh, you know, Michelle as an educator could just appreciate like, yeah, he's not romantic, like the infinity thing, but he recognized that he, he understood the assignment, even though he didn't say what everybody else said, you know, he yeah. was really trying. He was saying, I love you in the way that he could, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I think it's very, I thought it was very cute. I mean, there's like some really brainy guys on the show this year. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. And it also looks like some of them might make it maybe far, you know? And I, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, yay, <laughs> you know, because I feel like a, a lot of the time, the nerdiest guys kind of fall by the wayside and of I get course. sad, you know, and yeah. yeah, like Jamie is a biotech CEO. I think I that's know. really cool. There's like yeah. a couple like, bi- yeah, like, uh, like biomedical PhD students, you know, yeah. like obviously they're, neuro- they're all like, yeah, they're all men, but there's like a few who are mature on top of being men, you know? Yeah. Like just with like, I mean, listen, I'm about to like I'm going to school for nutrition. I'm not like shitting on personal trainers. <laughs> like I'm gonna 
I will probably be working with personal trainers. And I think they're very cool. Like I, that's a very, that's an important job in a different way. If they're healthy. I feel like we just get the same thing all the time. I think there's three of them that are like med sales reps. Like I think there are three of the guys that just sell pharmaceuticals. You get pharmaceutical sales reps in every season. All the time. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's like that. It's personal trainers. It's like online influencers or models, but they give themselves like a different descriptor. Like that's what you get all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it is nice to see some variety. It is nice to see some job titles that I don't remember seeing. That was actually kind of the thing that made me sad about Ryan because I thought his job was really interesting and that he like grew up with his family farm and stuff. I yeah. was excited about that. And so he I was, was like an environmentalist. Bombed. Yeah. 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 It's a raisin farm. Anyway. Uh, oh, really? So, yeah. I was, was like, funny. that's kind of, I'm kind of sad that that didn't pan out. But yeah, uh, one oh, well. of them is an educational interventionalist too, which I feel like is somebody who comes in like as, as a tutor, right? Like and helps. I, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, yeah. we had to have another uh, motivational speaker because we can't get away from them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who they just keep showing him stuttering over himself. So it's fine. Well, you know, he's very confident. Uh, anyway, so. <laughs> That's all it takes, right? So I do like, I, I appreciated that Will called out. Was it, I think it was Will who called out Peter. Peter. When when they said spell narcissist, wasn't it Will who put Peter oh, on yeah. the thing? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. That was my favorite moment <laughs> of the whole thing. And then clearly he couldn't take it as a joke, though. Like, that's the part where you go, I mean, everybody's got their stuff. And obviously he's had issues with it, with being called that. Like, this is this is a competition and that was a joke. And, like, you were going over the line and, like, he couldn't, like, I would have been like, oh, that's funny. But What maybe was I'm- the name? Oh, Bennett. Like, okay, so this is, like, this is why I liked Bennett and I don't like some guy, you know, a guy like Peter, because Bennett was like in on the joke, right? Like yeah. he's like, I'm rich and like, I like luxury and this is what I do with my clothes. Like, and he was just kind of like a caricature of himself and he knew what role he was playing on the show and he leaned into it. And if someone gave him crap about it, he was like, whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know? I know. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so fun to watch because he was like a fun villain and Peter is just, yeah, like he takes mm-hmm. himself way too seriously. And I mean, I was so embarrassed uh, in the first episode when he couldn't even throw a pizza and he calls himself a pizza printer. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> he's just, yeah. yeah, he's like, you like, I can picture him, you know, on the other side of a computer screen after someone talks shit about him on Reddit and is like, hands are balled up into little fists and it's got a red face and that's yeah Peter to me so anyway <laughs> I know like I mean that, that's the thing like I yeah no he he just doesn't it seems like he's he doesn't have that self-awareness and even if he isn't a narcissist he clearly has some sort of other thing going on which continuing into that night into the cocktail party I loved the beach theme uh and then he showed up in that like neon colored palm tree shirt and I went Oh God, it was just hideous. Uh, and that's when I really got distracted by his hair. And then when he was like, yo, bro, can we go talk for a minute? And he decided that that was the moment that he was going to just hash out with Will. And then fast forwarding, yeah. 
at the end of the night, it was like Peter could actually effectively express his feelings calmly and clearly when he was talking to Michelle. And I was like, where were, where was that conversation when you were talking to Will? Because he did explain at the end of the night, he was explaining to Michelle, like what happened and how it made him feel when Will called him the narcissist and like how it didn't like, that's why he reacted the way he reacted. And he didn't think that it was very funny. Well, he said that all very calmly and with sort of a sort of a sense of reality around him when he was talking to Michelle, why couldn't you have had that same conversation with Will earlier? Like that would have played off so much better. I mean, I think it's probably like, I don't know, male ego (laughs) crap. You know what I mean? Like, I (laughs) yes, I know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Male ego. My favorite. There is no explanation. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to name drop my new favorite person. Um, Oh my gosh. On TikTok, um, oh god, I'm trying to think of if I if I open up my phone and look for it, it's gonna just automatically play. So I can't do that. But anyway, there's this guy who just started a, a series on TikTok, which was like things you can say, like as a woman, things you can say to piss off men, and they're all really funny. Like, uh, uh, oh, I saw that on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where did you learn that? Do you own a computer? Uh, Anyway, so he's like the kind of guy I think would get angry about those kinds of things. And it's it's like all ego. And it's it's interesting, right? Because it's not – I think the prime difference between – I mean, there's so many differences between him and Aaron. I'm like the world's biggest Aaron fan, so I can't even – but – but like Aaron was doing everything in in the in the realm of like, well, this is right or this isn't right. And I want to make sure that everyone's here for the right reasons. So and I am, you know, filled with honor and I like rules. And that's not like why Peter's getting, you know, in a snit about things. Like that's not why no. he's starting confrontation. Yeah. It's not like he's trying to do what's in the best interest of everyone. He's like, you know, angry about you know, somebody calling him a narcissist when like, if he had let that roll off, you know, it it would have been a much better look. But anyway, yeah. so they, they're fighting at the same time that uh, Michelle was connecting with Brandon. And I don't know, do you think Brandon's going to make it far? I mean, I it seems know. like, it seems He's- like he could get into like, I don't know, week five or six at least. Yeah. I think that she really does. Uh, like him. And I think it was funny because he was talking and he just needed to shut up. But she was giving him the most kiss me eyes ever. And he just kept talking. And she was just like, yeah, just, she was just like, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. And then he finally shut up and kissed her, which is great. But like, it could have been such a perfect moment for them, but he's just can't keep his mouth shut. So I have a feeling that can A, get him in trouble with Michelle and B, get him in trouble with the, with the other guys. So We'll see. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I didn't, I, I think, I mean, I kind of read it as like, he's nervous, but one thing I thought was kind of interesting and I, and I went, maybe he won't make it too far. She said something like, um, oh, what did, not a good scholar whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> but, I wrote it down. But there were sparks fi- flying and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. She, she quoted this during the spelling. Brandon can't spell, but at least maybe he will be a good kisser. <laughs> Yeah. Like I think she yeah. has that I think she has that initial attraction to him that will not last 
compared to some of the other guys that we've seen with like that emotional bandwidth and the, the depth of, of experience and you know that sort of thing like she she has to teach at at school she doesn't need to come home and be the teacher too you know? well yeah I mean that's kind of what I was thinking like you know I'm a writer I was a teacher for a couple years and like if I was dating somebody who couldn't spell I would be annoyed not that there's anything wrong with people who can't spell but it's like we all have our tolerance levels or things that we want to see in people and you know Tuck is actually a really good writer and he's really funny he's got good comedic sensibilities with his writing and I love that and I enjoy reading what he writes so that's fun for me and I don't like being with somebody who doesn't know how to write like that right That would make me really annoyed all the time. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's going to make it midway, but not all the way. Yeah. Um, And I really – I do hope someone like Romeo or Romeo, like, makes it far because he's so cute and he's so smart and, like, he just really kind of seems like he's got it all. He's got a – yeah, he's got a whole whole package as long as he doesn't – as long as she doesn't have to have the shiniest toy in in the store, you know, then she'll – She'll end up with, with somebody like that, uh, I think. So. I f- yeah, I feel like she she's hunting for substance. So I think she's going to do well. Um, Olu's really sweet too. Yeah. And I like – yeah, he's kind of like uh, – he's real quiet. And it was kind of interesting. Well, he's an IT analyst. That makes perfect sense. I forgot. I was like, I think oh, he does see, some good job too. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes um, – She's like, I like that you don't have to be the loudest one in the room at the same time that Will and uh, Peter are still fighting. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, oh, she this was self-aware just... in that moment, and she, but she was trying so hard to give him her attention, and I respect her for that. Like, she didn't get drawn out of it, uh, even though it was not quality con- time at that point. Yeah, it was really distracting. Um, and and uh... what, about, what about Casey? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Well, I was, say, I was just, I was just getting there. Yeah, we kind of, we kind of both crapped on Casey a little bit because we're like, Ugh, advertising creative director, who needs up? <laughs> yeah, we're advertising people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna make it that far. But I do really like. He's- I liked his comment about uh, Peter being an insecurity supernova. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just going to yeah. be – I think he's going to lose himself. Like he's going to be one of those people that just kind of blends in in the middle of everybody. Like he doesn't yeah. have enough to, to stand out and like he's a perfectly fine person. But like he definitely is, again, um, definitely composes himself and and acts a little bit more like a authority figure to the group of the, the guys that are maybe a little bit – less mature than than he is yeah I like Casey more than I thought I would we just kind of gave him crap in the first week but you know opinions change yeah. <laughs> as the season goes he seems so, fine speaking of other people we can give crap to let's talk about Rick we haven't really talked about him at all oh okay well how do you feel about Rick tell me um I think that he looks a little bit like Aaron Rodgers and that freaks me out like, I, I think see that, that he could well, be a Rodgers brother <laughs> Um, with I the, could with totally the, see that. Yeah. With the big eyes, um, when, when he's got the profile. Um, I don't, I mean, props to him for doing the, the, the table shtick sh- or whatever uh, last week. I think that he does really like Michelle. I think he's out of his league though. I think he definitely, uh, he's trying too hard. Like it doesn't come natural to him and that he's relying on these sorts of 
crutches to Gimmicks. get her attention. Yeah. And so like, I really hope that that kind of just like, he could just relax into being who he is because if he can relax into being who, who he is and that's a person that connects with Michelle, then it could be great. But if it's just his razzle dazzle things that he's doing and that's, what's connecting it, then it's going to be really irritating to watch. Yeah. So, like, I told Yeah. The Mad Libs. It was cute. I thought it was cute. I think that they do have some good chemistry. Honestly, the way that they were, they finished it and she said kiss and then he kissed her. It was like a gosh darn movie. Like it was like a romantic comedy. <laughs> um, too bad that Will and Peter weren't just yelling in the background of that one too. Um, yeah, but- it was just kind of a weird mood for all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, again, I think that he was so nervous though, and you can see that. And I'm just waiting for him to decide that he deserves to be there. And that if he wants to find somebody who's truly going to love him and it's truly going to be a relationship that he needs to realize that he just has to be himself. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's a good assessment of Rick. I couldn't get too much of a read on him, but I do think that, okay, so here, Maybe I can make a parallel. I kept feeling like Courtney was getting in his own way last season uh-huh. because he's like a cool – he was a cool dude. Like he he started his own business really young. It was not a pyramid scheme. It was his real business. Yeah. And, you know, he was like in like GNC and stuff, like pretty cool. But every time he talked to Katie, he was like, here's a pun <laughs> You know, like yeah. wrap me up like a mummy or whatever. And you're like, uh, what about just like who you are? Yeah. And we really didn't get to know who he was. And I could see Rick being someone like that who gets in his own way. Mm-hmm. Um, I also was annoyed. I was irrationally annoyed that the Mad Lib- like I hate when people play Mad Libs, but they don't really play Mad Libs. Oh, yeah. I, I can yeah. see that. But I mean, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's was- against the rules. <laughs> that's not what we're doing. Somebody didn't say underwear. You know, like, well, you know, it's like, well, it's like you're supposed to have a separate sheet and sit and just be like, oh, pick a noun, pick an adjective, you know, yeah. but this is another writer thing that I yeah. get annoyed with. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's, that's very nitpicky. And I understand that it's nitpicky. maybe it's not Mad Libs. It's maybe it's uh complete the sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's Let's basically it what that. it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mad Libs weren't enough to get him the rose because Brandon got the rose. Yeah. Uh, and again, and, I think I it's mean, that chemistry thing. Like, I think she's going to have that that hot flame and we'll see how quick it burns out. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I've I've gotten crushes on on guys and then, you know, then I'm like, oh, you don't know that thing that I know. Mm, OK, well, maybe not. <laughs> you're not Never mind. Uh, you're just dumb. Sorry. And then we I look at someone. <laughs> you're a fool. Um. So Jamie, so Jamie is like, yeah, really impressive to me. Like he is probably, I think, one of the most impressive guys on the season. And I like that they kind of teed him up well, too, because he's like, all right, you know, I live a really exciting life and I kind of travel all over the place and do all these things and whatever. And so I need someone who can keep up with me and wants to go along for the ride. And even though like Michelle's teaching at a school right now, she seems like someone who would be adventurous. I don't think she's closed off to that. So it was nice that they went on like 
a, one of the thrill-seeking dates. I thought that was yeah. fun. Yeah. And I feel like we haven't had a thrill-seeking date in a while. Yeah, because so everything's just nice. closed down. Yeah. Right. So how did so you like, feel right. about his his sort of sentiment that he was talking to the guys that some of the guys took exception to was like he was saying like, I'm here to figure out if she's worth my time too. I, I think that – there's think anything wrong with it. Exactly. I think that that's yeah. totally healthy. Some some of them were just like, how do, 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 do. Like, you can't just show up and assume that this person is perfect for you. Like, you have to have a conversation with them and figure it out. Um, it, and yeah. so, especially so yeah. early. Like, I mean, if it was like week eight and it was like, well, we're, we're going to go to hometowns next week. I guess I'll figure out whether she's worth my time. But I mean, it, he obviously clearly has a very busy life. He's a CEO of of a company. He's putting a lot on hold. And that's what he was trying to say is like, I gave up a lot to be here. I need to make sure that I'm giving it up for the right reasons. And and their date was great. Um the the teamwork that they had going up the the side of the rock climbing wall. I mean, could you just imagine like what if Peter was on that date instead of Jamie? Like it just wouldn't have even yeah. happened. Like that was just no. it was such a good date for them. He he would be like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I just yeah, I don't I, I Jamie seems really cool. I'm actually like looking him up right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. And then so the I'm other like, thing I have to say Jamie? is like how it's it is not fair that Michelle can look that beautiful in the middle of the desert. Like I know that it is hot and she just put on a bunch of climbing gear and she climbed to the top of a you know, the top of a big, huge rock thing. And then she just looks stunning. And I'm like, what? That's not fair. How is that fair? Yeah. I mean, she's just like one of those people who just like always looks gorgeous. I know. <laughs> but you can't get mad about it because she's so nice. Well, she's <laughs> so, so nice. Like, yeah. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Jamie's company is called Sanctuary. And it's like an air purification uh, company. Oh, well, so, so that did really well during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, I think that he's doing just fine. So it takes some time uh, it's kind of interesting that their LinkedIn page only has 50 followers, though. What the hell? Um, get on that, Jamie. Come on. Come on, Bachelor Nation. Um, yeah, follow LinkedIn page. This is like the, the level that I that I work on, you know. And he also is the founder and CEO of a place called Soul Solutions, which um, – it like teaches S-O-L-E homeowners how they're E or S O U L S O L. Oh, like sun. Um, Got it. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was maybe like a solar company, but it sounds like building biology to teach homeowners how their home impacts their health, well-being, and recovery. Hmm. So, okay. um, it sounds like it's another air quality thing uh, company, but Sanctuary is like built for like schools and hospitals and businesses more than homes, but also homes. Anyway, so yeah. if you're curious what Jamie did to travel all over and things, this is this is That's what funny. his um yeah what his industry is. And yeah, I mean it kind of reminds me of like Charlene uh from uh Juan Pablo season. Like Charlene, I mean a totally different uh type of a field, but she was an opera singer and she had a, like a certain kind of schedule and certain obligations. And she, she, it's like, I'm not going to be impressed just because you're like a hot soccer player who actually mm-hmm. kind of totally sucks. Um, 
Right. I want to. I want to know if you're good. Like, I want to know if you're good and you'll fit into my life. And he's like, you know, it's like I think it's totally appropriate. I think it's more realistic to have someone come on the show and be like, "How are you going to fit into my life? How do I fit into yours?" Versus these guys who come on and they're just like, I'll do anything for you. I'll travel anywhere, like whatever you need. Yes, I will live in Woodbury or whatever. Um, So this, it feels more realistic. And yeah, I liked their date. I liked how calm he was doing all of that. And wow, what a hard story to listen yeah. to uh with I, his I mom barely, and everything. Like, I didn't even take any notes during the dinner because it was just such a riveting moment and it I mean it would have felt just listening to him talk the one thing I did uh there was a quote that he said that did stick out that I that I did write down that said he said I actually had to decide why I wanted to come back to life and like watching Michelle watch that story and having her, I mean, I cried because I'm a very deeply empathetic person. And I just also, his story specifically about how much he gave up for his education, you could tell that Michelle saw that as an educator. And she has such a deep understanding of that. And she knows, like, it was a, it was a full moment for a lot of people, I think, about how deeply impacted uh, education can be on project like trajectory of a person's whole life and all of those things and obviously what he came overcame um and I think that was a really really strong start to their relationship yeah for sure I mean yeah I don't know I will we'll see like how how far he goes but I could see I mean I don't have a doubt that he'll be in the final four yeah well I mean and the, yeah. yeah they and and I think she summed it up perfectly. I, I had to pause and, and write these down too, as well as they were walking away to go do their little private concert dance thing. And what Michelle said was, I can see a life with Jamie and it would be adventurous, vulnerable, romantic, and compassionate. And I, even I was like, oh, I want that life. Sign me up. <laughs> like <laughs> that's a great relationship foundation. And that, like for them, that that's what she felt instantly off of spending several hours with this guy it was, you know, adventure and vulnerability and romantic and compassion. Like who doesn't want those things in, in a lifelong partner? So. Yeah. He seems very cool. Um, I, Jamie, if you're listening, I know you're a fan of the podcast. Uh, just contact me because your your site, soulsolutionstoday.com, is not secure. It needs an SSL certificate. I can hook you up. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Excellent. Uh, after we see the country singer, the obligatory country singer at the end of the date, we've got our next group date, which is basketball. Now, I feel like I missed something. Uh, maybe... And I don't know. I, I was maybe distracted. I'm not sure. <laughs> There's a lot of chaos going on in our house with, with all the dogs. But so Joe's – so was it that Joe's basketball coach died Yeah. recently? Yeah. Like I think he okay. probably got that call. He didn't get to get it right away because they don't have their phones. So then, you know, obviously like a producer had to end up getting a hold of him and all of that. So it was – I think he just got the news from his mom that he had passed away. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, that was kind of, I, I was having a hard time understanding the timeline of when, when it happened. Cause 
when they talked about it later, it sounded like it had been longer. Not that it has less of an impact, but I was just trying to figure out if it had happened like a day before or like a couple weeks before. Yeah. But it was it, it was interesting that he reframed it. I thought it was sweet that he reframed it like, well, you know what he would want me to be doing right now? Playing basketball. So I'm going to go do that on this group date. That's why I was kind of, kind of questioning the timing because I'm like, well, what are the <laughs> odds yeah. of that? Uh, so it was interesting when they, whenever they shared the news or, or if he was just upset about it again because he was being reminded of it, that was the thing that was kind of hard for me to understand. And I was like, am yeah. I distracted or, or did they leave something out? And yeah. either could be true. So, yeah. So speaking of Joe, uh, just when Joe and Michelle started playing one-on-one and all of the guys just standing on the sideline, just watching them, <laughs> it was like total third wheel vibe, but only instead of just third wheel vibe, it was like nine wheels on the side of the road, <laughs> just watching those two going, just going head to head. You're like, well, those are two people who are in their element and totally complement each other. So, yeah, I mean, I they have a lot going for them. Again, I unless something really blows up, which it doesn't seem like it will, because it seems like everything is is blowing over for, you know, for them. Anything that could be potential conflict is kind of resolving quickly. But I also think that Joe could make it to the final four easily. It's nice that they, you know, live, you know, grew up close to each other, mm-hmm. that they had a little previous interaction. I like how they got past the awkwardness of him ghosting. And we talked about this in the last episode. It's like, I get why he ghosted and I and I'm glad that she forgave him, but I also get her being cautious, you know? So like, mm-hmm. I think all of that worked out well. But yeah, I do love that. <laughs> okay, I always complain that when there's a group date and it's a competitive game and one team loses, that they're usually like, well, you can all come anyway. And I'm like, well, what's the point then? Like, yeah. make it competitive. Give them some kind of an edge and let them spend time on the date. But this was interesting because – like Joe was on the losing team. He still got to go because he was like MVP, the MVP. and he got extra time. Yeah. So yeah, the guys were kind I, of butthurt yeah. about that. But. I know. I always, you always, I've, you, you've said that before and I'm always like, but it's not fair. Everybody gets a participation medal. Um, and I think it's just Malik was one of the guys <laughs> that he was busting his butt out there and he just has to go home. But uh, <laughs> one of the comments that I did have was Chris S out on the like out on the, the floor with his basketball uniform. I don't know if you remember who Chris S is, but he's the guy with the kind of floppy. Wait, hair. is this the like, motivational speaker or is that the other no, Chris? This this is probably the other Chris. He's like the shorter oh. white guy with the really floppy oh, hair. Oh, I hate him. It looks like I Amelia Estevez. I told you, I like my comment was <laughs> Chris S looks like he was an extra from an unreleased '80s Brat Pack movie about a basketball team. Like, yeah, totally. He's he's like very trust fundy, waspy. Uh, he drives yeah. me bonkers. I can't deal with he's him. Fine. He can disappear and, at any time. Yeah, he, I just yeah he. Ugh. He just yeah. seems like an F boy for sure. So, and I thought it was anyway. so cute about how bad Nate was at basketball, considering how tall he is. Like, he was awful. He could not hit a basket at all, and I just thought it was adorable. And Michelle gave him crap for it too. He, she was like, "It's not like it has far to go because he's so tall." 
I, so I'm interested. So I really liked Nate from the get go. Like I was like, okay, he's Canadian. He lives in Austin. He's got a cute dog. Uh, you know, I'm like, he seems pretty cool. Yeah, he's six foot eight. Yeah, he's six he's, foot eight. That's, he's I can't beautiful even too. Yeah, conceptualize that. He's very good looking. The thing that I'm wondering because this is the drama that hasn't come out yet. Also, he likes edible arrangements, which we made fun of last week. We're like, He's who likes edible arrangements? He's just so floppy. <laughs> just so weird. Edible he, arrangements. He's just very hungry, and there's just a lot of food in an edible arrangement. Yeah, he's like, I need the fiber, okay? All six six feet, eight inches of me needs that. Uh, but anyway. A lot of intestines so, in here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He needs that bulk. So he – there's that that rumor that's going to come around. I don't know if it's going to be next episode. I don't feel like they teed it up, but I also, again, could have missed it, that he's an actor and that that's going to be an issue for yeah, some I think people. They, they did. I think they mentioned something like that. But I really liked him from the get-go, so I'm hoping he's not here for the wrong reasons. Because reason. I, I really, uh, yeah, I don't know. He was one of like the men in the beginning who I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. so I'll be sad. I'm really yeah. hoping that that's not the case. And then uh, the other one that was having a really tough time was Pardeep. And then the oh yeah, the guy, like the sports announcer, sports announcer said he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. <laughs> oh. I think yeah. Pardeep is really cute, too. Um, I, I don't think he he's going to make it at all, but he's very cute and a neuroscientist. And I think that's rad. But yeah, well, again, like another <sighs> thing, a neuroscientist. But I just yeah, he does not. Okay, let's, and his, his bio is so, like, <laughs> totally up my alley, you know. This self-proclaimed nerd who loves Comic-Con video games and reading. <laughs> and I'm like, hi, you're just me. You're just me with a better brain who works on brains. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, he's, but, yeah. he's adorable. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to make it, though. I don't. Yeah. I don't see it. Unfortunately, then the guys but. got going in the in the the game, and they really like it was like a legit basketball. They were like jumping and twisting and running and hooping and all of that. And I was like, oh, I guess some of them were probably hitting up pickup games at their gym before they uh, came on the show. Well, I mean, if you're going to do a show with Michelle, you have to expect that there's going to be basketball at some point. Yeah. And if you don't prepare at all, that's kind of silly. So, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> Nate didn't get that message, but that's okay. No. <laughs> Speaking of Nate, See, his his beard is so – it's so sparkly. Like, the light that they get on it, I just – I can't – it just makes me want to actually put, like, a full sparkle beard on him. Well, you know, I could see him as being someone who does that for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a good-looking guy, though. Yeah, he's very good-looking. Um, yeah, we'll see We'll see how that, how that goes. Um, oh, that's why I was distracted. I was like – what was going on? I had I had two fillings on Tuesday. I was like, why are my notes all over the place? And then I wrote, my mouth hurts. <laughs> um, so Joe Joe got the rose, which is yeah, not no surprising surprise. to anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um. So wait, okay. I have another note here. Oh, I guess this was this was the same night, right? With uh Rodney and the apples. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. so bad at apple. That's embarrassing, honestly. Like, okay. I mean, it seems like Michelle is an apple aficionado, which I well, appreciate it, because Minnesota, there's a lot of. I mean, in, yeah. in the upper Midwest, we've got a lot of apples. 
Yeah, that's very true. Well, and she's like not expecting that much. She, but okay, I, I will say, Michelle, there's more. It's not just Granny Smith that are green. Okay. Right. Like right. there are other green apples, not many, but there are others. But it yeah. is like the only one you can get in the store. So I get where she's going with that. But she was like, she's like, I expect <laughs> someone to be able to tell the difference between a red delicious and a Granny Smith apple. Is that too much to ask? And the thing was, he was so confident about being wrong. Like, he's yeah. just like, oh, this is definitely a Granny And yeah. she's like, okay. And then she puts pizza in his mouth. And I'm pretty sure he was lactose intolerant. And then he played it off. Right, right. And then, yeah. yeah. And it was just kind of like, oh, yeah. That came out of nowhere. I'm Yeah. yeah. And she's like, and are then- you okay? He's like, yeah, I will be. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, I've I think, been there. I think Rodney's going to stick around for a while, though. I do. I mean, based off of uh, some of the, the preview stuff that they had, I think, again, I think he's probably going to be one of those people that sticks around for a while. I so didn't expect that with Rodney at all. I don't know. Yeah. I just didn't see it. And I want to say that he was he was one of the guys that Steve was kind of like joking about last time. So it'll be interesting to see. But like uh, Rodney and oh, yeah, because he was the one who said that he's very into intermittent fasting, but only on weekdays. And we we kind of tore that up. But anyway, oh, um, but it's interesting, like Rodney, I just wasn't really seeing it. And same thing with Clayton, because they're both I called Clayton a beef potato. Yeah. Um, they're both can, just like football guys, and yeah. it's interesting that. She, but I mean, you know, she's a jock, so it makes sense. But yeah, I just didn't necessarily see it. But yeah, we'll see where those both go. I don't know. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, so then we're going into the final cocktail party and rose ceremony thing. And my thought was, how many times are they going to make her walk up and down those stairs in heels? Like those are that that staircase is not very fair. It's a huge staircase, and there's just like a group of twenty three guys staring at you as you're walking down the stairs. And of course, you can't use the handle. She's walking down the middle of it. She, somebody's right. gonna fall down the stairs. Somebody's going to <laughs> this season. We will see what happens. That could be well. You know, they always have to have that one episode where the ambulance comes. So yeah. maybe they're doing this on purpose. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, we got to have an ambulance at least once yeah. because actually we didn't see it in the preview. So that means there was no ambulance. That's true. Nobody was crying uh, with, an ice, with a medic and an ice pack. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So at the cocktail party, they started with the whole, you know, oh, she uh, she must have had a relationship with, with him before they, she came here conversations, which I saw coming a million miles away. And I'm kind of. I was a little disappointed that Michelle was not proactive about it because she's like, you know, she's very dedicated to, to open communication and that sort of thing. I think that that was something that she could have definitely nipped in the butt ahead of time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it wouldn't have turned into a thing. Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of, I, I think that that was like one of those things that like, uh, blew up for yeah production purposes yeah yeah well and that's I thought that I had a lot of mixed feelings about Jamie's conversation with Michelle about it because in some respects I think it was the most well handled conversation that I've ever seen a contestant bring concerns that are being talked about at quote unquote on the around the house 
to the yeah. to the star. Like I think he was he was completely non-accusatory. He was saying, you know, like he was just saying, honestly, this is how some people are reacting and this is how it's making people feel. And then he was but he was like, well, I'm not worried about it, but in the hallway he was saying he was worried about it. And I was like, but that's just a human thing. I would do that too. I would be sitting there talking to my friend and being like, I'm really concerned about this. But then when I go and talk to the person that it's about, I'd go, I'm giving you confidence that I'm not like, I wanted you to know that this is something that we should talk about because people are talking about it. I'm not worried about you personally, you know, that sort of things. But it was just, it was a little playing the both sides of the fence for me. And then the fact that she then canceled the, the cocktail party about it. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it was kind of weird. I just feel like the way that it was served up was kind of odd. And yeah, I just, I still don't really know how to feel about it. And part of me thinks that there might, there might be, there might be more to it. And either in that somebody's doing that to start crap, or maybe there was, maybe she, I mean, but I, she could have just been out with somebody as a friend. She could have, Maybe she had a date before she knew for sure what was going on. I don't know. This, uh, yeah. I, I'm and guessing it was a friend. It, I, I believe her. Like, I just, she's not the kind of person that you think would be deceptive. Dishonest about like it. That. Yeah. I just, that's like, don't get that from her. When I when I was watching her have the conversation with Jamie, I was saying, why aren't you denying it? But then after she was maybe saw, like shocked, yeah. Yeah, after after I saw her response to the whole group and I realized she was just doing the appropriate thing where she was going, okay, this is news to me. I'm going to go digest this and then respond to the group. I thought that that was something that we just are is out of the ordinary for the typical human being and especially a typical you know, bachelor bachelorette person. So I I enjoyed that and then we go straight into the rose ceremony. And we say goodbye. Uh, we say goodbye to four people, I believe. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I have like who she picked. I don't know if I have who she said goodbye to. I, I, I think I got have, all the names down. I, I have who we, she said goodbye to. So it was PJ, okay. PJ. and I Daniel. I don't even PJ. I, right. <laughs> who? That's like Ooh. this part of the season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alec. And then our boy Pradeep was was sent home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think okay, I that think makes he'll, sense. He'll do fine. He'll get he'll get a good married girlfriend on some yeah, sort PJ, of other. So wait, media. both both firefighters got sent home. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because Daniel was the one who came in in like the little truck in the little one, and then yep. PJ was the one who came in in like the big truck, and he was like, "Oh no." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which well, was just it, really funny. Yeah, that was adorable. Uh, so I guess, I mean, we've still got, I think, 19 guys left now at the end of this week. That sounds about right. Yeah. And we're starting to get to know them. Uh, predictions are people that are going far. I definitely like Jamie. I think Rodney's going to make it pretty far. We'll see how far, uh, Brandon makes it on his, on his chemistry. And we'll, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm rooting. Yeah, I would root for Romeo and Oh um, yeah, Romeo. Yeah, like I would say my top picks. I like Romeo I'm because like, he's only made one Romeo and Juliet comment so far. Yeah. So. You got you got to <laughs> well, make like, one. 
He's like brainy enough to like, he could tell some really good like math pickup line jokes. I think that would be good. And I think Michelle would actually like that. So he should try that. Yeah. I think so. So cheers to week three. (laughs) Yeah. Cheers to week three and hopefully hearing some nerdy pickup lines from Romeo. Yeah, I, I would love that. I just need more nerds on the show in general. I always root for the nerds. I always get sad when they go home because they're the people I would pick. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just watching the show like I would pick them myself. So like, why aren't you? But I feel like we have one of the best shots ever of somebody picking a nerd because we've got a teacher on the show. So, you know, yep. we we could definitely that could happen. But yeah, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the show so far. I yeah, I just can't tell exactly where the relationship with the men in the house is going to go yet. If there's yeah. going to be that camaraderie. I feel like we saw it so early in Katie's season and it just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And this is like, yeah, we're on kind of shaky ground. And there's like a lot of guys trying to like pick the other ones out and, you know, shine a light on something that they think is not okay, but it doesn't feel the same for some reason. So We'll see where that goes, but I'm optimistic that she'll end up. I feel like she's got enough good options that she'll end up with someone good at the end, as long as she doesn't get in her own head about it. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Katie's season, uh, also, I don't know when exactly this broke, but um, obviously, like her and and Moines called it called it quits. Oh, that's not shocking at all. I was like. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't they get, are I, no I, longer I didn't get it uh she should really she should really make a play for Michael dad Michael I just the two of them seemed oh, so yeah. perfect together and I really I and she was devastated when he left and yep. he told her that he would go on a date with her and he's like totally posted stuff on her thirst traps so if if they don't make a go for it, I will be very upset because that's who uh, I was rooting for the entire time. Yeah. 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 I could see that. Let's let's um, get on the let's get on the Twitterverse and start shipping it. Yeah. I mean, unless Michael becomes the next bachelor, which could happen, that would also be good. But uh I would love to see them end up together because he's just this like yeah. so great. Anyway, <laughs> do you think that the, it would be we could have the bachelor and have him bring his his son, right? His son. along. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. I, I think they would do it. They kind of did it for Emily, but I don't think her kid was around all the time. But I think because of the way like the world is right now, I think they yeah. would be like, yeah, why don't you have your kid stay with you the whole time? Yeah, which would sure. be very sweet. Yeah. So anyway, I'm. I'm rooting for either Michael and Katie to get together or Michael to become a bachelor because either way, Michael for the win. Yeah. I just love him and I want the best for him. (laughs) Yeah. And on that note, I guess we will close. Um, Hey, everybody, you know, take care of yourselves. Get spooky this weekend. Dress up. Get some candy that you don't need. Uh, You know, put on Ruin the fillings that you just got. Yeah, ruin the fillings that I just got. We totally didn't just buy three bags of candy at Target. We totally did not do that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's for the kids in yeah, our neighborhood, I don't... okay? They're having a parade. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Adorable. Uh, yeah, we, we are yeah. in a new house. So we have no idea how many kids to expect. So I'm either going to wait under by or wait over by. There is absolutely no way that I'm going to hit it on the head. So 
We'll see. That's like, that's, yeah, that's where we were this year. Yeah. I, luckily we have a Facebook group for our neighborhood. (laughs) So I messaged everyone and said, how much candy am I supposed to buy? And I got everywhere from 75 to 300. So yeah, I kind of, I asked a couple of my neighbors. Yeah. I asked a couple of my neighbors and I, we live with a little bit of some, uh, older people who uh, have kids, the kids have moved out of the house. And I asked some of Benny's classmates and again, same thing. Oh, I don't know. We don't get that many. Maybe just buy a bag of candy. Oh, you're going to need a ton. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to know? Yeah. But we'll figure it out. And everybody will have stomach aches. And again, speaking of teachers, you know, best of luck for everybody on Monday morning when the kids come in way over sugared. Enjoy that. All right. Good luck to you all. We'll talk next week. And thank you again for being here, Laniv. I always appreciate having a fresh perspective on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. All right. Bye, everybody.